1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. If you've forgotten the difference between watching a movie and experiencing one, you need to visit Marcus Theaters. Start by visiting MarcusTheaters.com. Your thirst for music news will now be quenched with the quencher of music news thirsts, Gary Graff. Good morning, Gary. How are you? I'm all right. How are you guys doing? Very well. Thank you. Looking forward to the weekend. What did you guys do to Carlos Santana the other night? Man, you know, he, that was the strangest thing. So Tuesday night, Santana was playing here in here in Detroit, and they were about, you know, 50 minutes into the show, introduces a new song called Joy, and as the band is starting, he goes and sits down on the, on the drum riser and then slouches, clearly passing out. So, you know, whole, as you can imagine, all, all hell kind of broke loose there. And they, they put up a, like, black curtain. You know, a bunch of people were holding it in between him and the audience so people couldn't see what was going on. And they eventually, after about 20 minutes, loaded him onto a stretcher. And he was conscious. He waved as he was being, as he was being rolled off on the stretcher. So, okay, you know, it came out that it was a dehydration and, uh, and heat issues. It was very hot. It was like in the 90s with 90-degree humidity uh, that night. And Carlos had actually made a comment just a little bit before about, you know, basically being on the weed and tequila diet, uh, which which would seem to preclude water. So, <laughs> Many calories in that. Or... <laughs> it seemed funny yeah. when he said it, but then when, mm-hmm. he, uh, you know, when they carried him off on a stretcher 20 minutes later, not as funny, it's I'm not, sure. Not so funny. So he was taken to the hospital, and, and actually he was released that night, you know, he was released in the wee hours, and he posted a social media message, and so did his wife, Cindy, who's the drummer uh, in the band. They both posted messages saying, you know, thanking everybody uh, for their concern and their support and acknowledging that we need to drink more water. Uh, yesterday, he was spotted around one of the suburbs where they were staying, uh, he and his wife, shopping. And okay. today they're off in... Today they're off to Indianapolis to resume the tour. I believe Sunday they're in Milwaukee. That is correct. Uh, so all all indications are that uh, they'll be back on the rails and a well hydrated Carlos Santana will be playing for you at the Marcus. I have two okay. more two more questions about that. Were you at the show? Sure, you I were, was at the show. Yeah. You were at the show. Okay, so you saw this happen. And two, do they keep a black curtain around at all concerts in case somebody goes down because that, hmm. they got that out pretty quick. This looked like one of these things that they probably do have uh, backstage to hang. I would say it was pro- it probably hangs vertically, like if a band ever says, hey, we need this black backdrop or something. They have it in-house, but they they stretched it horizontally across the stage. Okay. So, And, of course, there was the whole rigmarole where, you know, there were all these people at the front trying to take pictures and do video and, you know, the roadies were kind of shouting them down, like, you know, shut that off. <laughs> you know, come on. Which always makes people stop recording or snapping pictures as soon as they say, of course, come on. Yeah. yeah. Right. It was surprisingly chill, though. People, when they did, when the tour manager came on and said, look, obviously we've got a medical emergency going on here. Obviously we're not coming back. You know, we need everybody to please leave. And people did very orderly. Um, you know, there were shouts of support. You know, we love you, Carlos, that kind of thing. But but that's, otherwise, it was that's because as half, as, half of the uh, people in the audience have had medical emergencies. Yeah, this is true <laughs> at a Santana show. <laughs> but it was, like I said, it was really, really hot. I mean, I saw people, you know, having their own heat issues throughout the night. So, 
you know, is what it is. But yeah, he should be he should be fine and, and ready to rock with you guys on Sunday. Okay, so this Bob Dylan, it says a uh, one-off Dylan recording sold for one point seven million dollars. So did somebody write a one point seven million dollar check to Bob hey, Dylan? Might, might have put it on their credit card. Um, and yes, to Bob to Bob Dylan through an auction house. Of course, what this is, and this is the beginning of something new. If we thought NFTs were silly, uh, this is called Ionic Originals, and it's some sort of brand new, ultra high grade sound quality recording technique. Uh, T Bone Burnett, who's worked with Bob Dylan for many years, and you know, worked with a lot of artists, and is an artist in his own right. Basically, an artist goes in and cuts one recording. In this case, it was blowing in the wind from 1962 only. It's a new recording with Bob and the band, and whatever it is about this technique, you can't mass produce it. So you, they had some listening parties in New York, Los Angeles, and London, then put it up for auction, and it got $1.7 million. Dylan's talking about doing more of them. Other bands are talking about doing them, uh, you know, what a great way to make money. I, I certainly think there are segments from the Bob and Brian show that could be re-recorded, <laughs> you know, as an Ionic original and sold for maybe one point one dollar one dollar and seventy cents. There but, is uh, there is nothing about the Bob and Brian show that wouldn't be sold for one point seven million dollars. Yeah, you know, I'd never yeah. say never in this day and age. You know, like I say, in the NFT age, which we haven't think we've seen enough signs of the apocalypse. I, you know, I think NFTs are certainly one of them, but now. Now a single record, you know, a one single recording that gets made and sells for seven figures. I mean, you know, look look how far we've come. Yeah, you could chop up this show like salad and sell it off by whatever he's. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever you like. For one point seven million, I think I'd let you have all of it. Tell you the truth, do we even have to pick? Well, no, don't sell, don't sell yourself cheap. Uh, cheap. If they'll take, if somebody will buy this segment for one point seven million. We'll do it. Yes. Oh, wait. We're chopping it hear, up with you, hear... too? <laughs> oh, yeah. Whatever. How many pieces <laughs> my, do you want? My freaking idea here. That's right. That's right. That's right. Cut, All cut right. you in. Settle down. Settle down. Wolfgang uh, Wolfgang Van Halen is yeah. engaged. He's engaged. Happy news. Happy day. Very, uh, you know, there's nice pictures of him and his fiance. Uh, all over social media, smiling, clearly very happy. They, uh, you know, they've been dating for six years, so they certainly know each other well. Valerie's happy. Uh, she's doing social media messages. So good for him, you know, to have really to have come out of your dad's death with a Grammy-nominated, you know, first solo album and some successful touring, including opening for Guns N' Roses, and now you get engaged. I'd say, I'd say Wolfgang's had uh is doing okay for himself now, and he's such a nice guy that that we couldn't be happier for somebody like that. What do his friends call him? Wolfgang? Wolf? Wolfie? I think Wolf. Yeah. I think Wolf. I think, his, I think he's Valerie, actually, I've heard Valerie Bertinelli just call him Wolfie whenever she, she refers Wolfie, to him. Yeah, that's, my, that's mom. Right. You know, that's mom. I, Eddie, Eddie referred to him as Wolfie a couple of times. I talked to him. I noticed in some of the social media and other branding he's using wolf more so maybe he wants to be i asked because thing. i i saw a headline like that wolf van halen i thought well right yeah well usually i saw wolf writer. gang but i no one who uses their whole name all the time i i'm one of the few wolf. that do it because i have a name like that but i get that shortened off every now and then 
Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, could be Bob and Bri. But. And and Ed Ed Edward Van Halen was Eddie, not Ed, but Eddie. Although he, although he, his branding in later years and even after his death has been Edward. Okay. All right. So well. go fig, go figure. All right. All right so, well, uh, let, let's Wolfie. talk about let's talk about the guest list for this wedding. David Lee Roth getting an invite? Um, maybe. Sammy Hager. All right, um, just that's all, that's all I need. Sammy Hager Wolf, getting an invite. Those guys, you know, Wolf has a decent relationship with everybody. He he's Switzerland in the Van Halen. <laughs> um, you know, he and Mike, he and Mike Anthony apparently get along mm-hmm. great. Um, you know, Wolf Wolf has even said, you know, he'd be the first one to step down if. Well, back when his dad was alive, but if the rest of Van Halen wanted Michael back on base, he would be he would step down without hesitation. This almost and, sounds uh, too normal, Gary. You know, there's, there's... he's a decent. He's he's a decent. You know, he, it's a pleasure. He's a decent guy. Wow, how often yeah, do you I mean, how often do you say that? I know, <laughs> I know, but just a all around decent guy. It's 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 so nice to be able to say that. It is, you know. Some people are yeah. horrible because they're trying to claw their way to wealth and power. Maybe he's yeah, just maybe others, he's satisfied. And <laughs> others just get others just get wealth and power and then become horrible. Right, um, that happens too. Yeah. Maybe he's just good with where he's at. And some people are just and horrible. Say, say yeah, what you well, will. Maybe, too. Yeah, and say what you will. Maybe he got raised right. Well, yeah. Between, oh my. Yeah. Wow, yeah, that is, that is yeah. quite a statement. Quite an indictment of Hollywood yeah, raising but, decent children. <laughs> Season children, I know. Somebody's slipping. couple stories about Michael Jackson. One, his nephew wants to do, make a documentary about him, so I'm guessing that's going to be pretty sympathetic and flowery and that, all good, right? That seems what it is. This is uh, Taj, one of Tito's kids, uh, wants to make a documentary. And, yeah, he did say the point of it is that, you know, he feels like his uncle Michael's gotten a bad rap and therefore, you know, should have something more, quote-unquote, honest. Uh, made about him so what's his movie you know, background sure. if he's going to make a documentary about his uncle michael he does, do, he does do filmmaking nothing you know we've necessarily seen but he you know, he's definitely an independent filmmaker you know it's not it's not just you know a kid with a trust fund who decides you know he wants to spend some of that money on a movie he does have some film credentials okay and then the other story is uh they pulled three what michael jackson's songs off of streaming yeah, from so from the posthumous album, the the Xscape album, there are three songs that that a former background singer has long charged Michael didn't sing on. You know, they appeared on this album, but it's not Michael singing. So I guess it's just you know basically being you know erring on the side of caution. Uh, Sony Music has has removed them from the streaming version of the album for now. They're still they're still saying that they don't that they believe it's Michael. But for the moment, as long as some aspersions have been cast on these songs, uh, they're, they're off streaming and, you know, will return whenever it's been definitively proven that it's Michael. Okay. Before a movie or a TV show can use a song, do they usually get permission or do they just pay for it later? Um, 99% of them, uh, probably 99.5% of them, ask permission and the other five percent ask forgiveness with a checkbook. Okay, right. Yeah. And, but they, either way, they pay for those, right? To to use Correct. those in, uh, in their shows. I never thought I would hear Kate Bush in my life again, ever. And and Kate Bush at number one, no less. 
Yeah, this is uh, with a forty-year-old song. Right. Um, so, Stranger Things, the Netflix series, has become the best friend to to many artists. But in this case, Kate Bush, they used that. I believe it was in the season four, part two premiere. And if you're a Stranger Things fan, you can correct us. But uh, they used Running Up That Hill, or like you said, forty years old. Boom! Streaming numbers through the roof. Straight back to number one in the UK. Uh, three Guinness World Records, including breaking shares for the oldest uh, person to have a number one in the UK, oldest woman mm. to have a number one in the UK. Share, very gracious about it. You know, records are made to be broken. Congratulations to Kate Bush. Love the song. Uh, you know, so it's just been an out and out. And then, you know, I've talked, I've talked to other people, like Howard Jones uh, was performing here, and he said... Uh, you know, Stranger Things used the, uh, his hit, They Can Only Get Better, which was 1983 or 84. And he said his streaming was up like 900% on that song afterwards. And then the rest of his streaming followed suit, as some of these young people did. Uh, Metallica just had some songs used, I think, in the finale episode of season four, part two. And, uh, you know, their streaming is going through the roof on it. So, you know, this stuff works. And that's why, you know, when we talk, when we have talked, spoken about all these cattle, all these artists selling their catalogs, this is why these publishing companies are paying millions and millions of dollars for these catalogs to be able to have, have the synchronization rights to sell them to the stranger things of the world or to the movies or commercials because the upside is just a ginormous speaking of stranger things did did you hear about the uh uh sequel the spinoff the spinoff of that uh what it's going to be um, because stranger things i've only seen there was going to be one i haven't i i don't watch the show so you know i, I just kind of see the headlines and all right well and don't i don't really I, dive I, further i just read about the spinoff that it's uh it's going to be uh, different characters yep. and different like uh, writers and directors, and a thousand percent different. I thought, well, how is it a spinoff? But then? they have a they have a story arc well, to Stranger Things. It's a five it's, season uh-huh. story arc, which right. they'll do the right. next season. But, but different characters, and, be done, and, and then well, the creators are they even the same. said a thousand percent different. Right, but the creators are the same. Right. They're just hiring new writers <laughs> and stuff right. like that for it. I so, just, it sounds what like is, it's going to be more. Sounds like it's going to be more of the serial thing, like the Twilight Zone was, or right. you know, in all of its incarnations. Where yeah, you just have like a standalone episode, but it's done under the umbrella. And I'm assuming that the... Kate Bush, since streaming has come along in the last ten years or so, that she's seen some money roll in, not a whole lot. How much is? I mean, did she see like a huge influx of cash into her checking account monthly from I think from I, this? Yeah. I, with this, I think, yeah, because it is streaming in the kind of numbers, you know, even, you know, artists are really only getting penny pennies on the stream. Um, I think she's getting enough stream that she's seeing, you know, many dollars on the stream per stream or not per stream, but many, many dollars from the streaming. So, you know, good for her. Listen, it is a great song. She's a great artist. You know, why shouldn't somebody, why shouldn't a great song return after 40 years and 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 indoctrinate a new generation about a great artist. Can you name any other Kate Bush songs? I can't. Uh, yeah, there's Towns of Love. Um, there, there are a bunch of Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. No, you... She is. She's, she's a terrific artist. Where do you want to finish this morning, Gary? I don't know. Take a look at the list. Tell me what, what appeals to you. Uh, how about Adele went to work in London? Yeah. Yeah, so she did her shows at Hyde Park, rave reviews. Everybody said they were great. They came off. 
unlike Las Vegas earlier this year, which did not come off. Meanwhile, she did do some interviewing, you know, while she was in the UK and spoke to the BBC and said she stands absolutely stands by her decision to call off the Vegas show. She said it just wasn't there. It wasn't a standard. I, I couldn't in good conscience let those shows go on stage. Well, I guess right. we, I guess I, we take it in the mush on that one. <laughs> yeah, we do. No, I mean, it's kind of like, well, and, and like, we, like we said at the time, and we, we, the three of us, have said, you know, a few times since, she could have just gotten up with a piano player. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and we were pretty, people, must people go would on. have loved it. We were pretty yeah. firm about that. Just the show goes yeah. on. The show goes on. We'll just right. have to agree Adele? to disagree right. with yeah. Adele if well, we ever come that. across her, you know. <laughs> yeah. She is she is saying the show will go on eventually in Vegas, but there are complications. The place she was gonna do it, Caesar's Palace before you know, the um the place there is booked up. The Coliseum is booked up pretty much for the rest of the year. So And it hurts me to say to that about Adele, Gary, I'll be honest, because I like Adele. I think she's funny. I thought she toughed it out at the where was it, the Grammys or the Oscars where that piano was clearly out of tune, right, but yeah. she sang the song anyway and, and crushed it. Yep. You know, and she yeah. goofs around. She's done uh karaoke yep. uh what is it with uh uh, uh James uh Corden. Oh yeah. She did it with James Corden. No, she, she's a good, yeah. she's a good sport. Good sport. Yeah. Has good has good humor. Um, she's uh, but yeah, I, I I think we all agree that she she could have turned the Vegas into maybe an even bigger win. Yeah, and you know what we didn't even name there is that she's wildly talented too. Right, oh, tremendous singer, a great songwriter. Um, yeah, but so you know we'll hope to see her you know on stage in Vegas. I mean, right as of now. She's only done really four performances in support of this new album. There were two, you know, made for TV shows back in November, and now these two in London. So, you know, time to get the work, Adele. Yeah. So she's saying she wants she wants to have some more babies too. So that may that may delay things. Okay. All right. Well, we, so we'll see. We're yeah, we'll hope for the best. Yeah, uh, I still like. But yeah, Charlotte. Start looking at the show, seeing what we're going to do for uh, for Ionic um, Originals, and, and we'll be like Bob Dylan and make uh, you know. Yeah, again, we're going to make one point seven million. And we'll have a plan for you next week. Thanks, Gary. All right, All right. Gary. We'll talk right, I'll to you. be waiting. I'll be waiting for the email. All, All right. right. Talk to you next week, Gary Graff. Take it easy, guys. Friday morning.